Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode nine of the Agree to the Disagree podcast. As you can see, there's no intro this week. My guests are on the screen right away. All right. So, guys, before I introduce my guests tonight, my esteemed guests, um, don't forget we're live on Facebook, both on my personal page and at Agree to Disagree show on and YouTube live as well. So don't be shy to uh, come on, put your comments, say hi to the guys. Um, so tonight I decided to do a, a little bit of a special show because as you know, um, I'm a big believer in supporting our local businesses. Um, and these three guys are, are, um, pretty, pretty special to me, um, for, for various reasons. So, uh, without further ado, I'm, I'm going to introduce each one. Angelo, if you could just unmute, uh, unmute your, uh, your mic, it seems that it's muted. Um, so we have with us. Stogie's Cigar Lounge owner, Steve Siasos. Did I do a good job on that one? No. No, okay. Siozos. Siozos. All right. <laughs> we have restaurant Salumi Vino owner, Mario Vino. Hey, Mario. Hey, how are you? And I have a question have... for you right away. When you say special, Go ahead. you mean the same special like when they used to tell us in school you were special? <laughs> yeah. No? Like special Olympic special? Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah exactly. Well, Guys, I don't know if we could say that anymore. I just, I just, I just want to know what direction we're heading. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be like one of those debaucherous uh, directions tonight. We're right. going to do like we're going to do like Tuesday night. Perfect. The X-rated show. I should have brought my cap. <laughs> and yeah, take off that jacket. I think it's best. And last but not least, my good friend and owner, uh, part owner of Embassy Plaza Reception Halls, Angelo Amoconi. What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody? For a minute there, I thought I wasn't part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Already feeling left out, eh, Ange? Yeah. <laughs> it's like being Guys, a right away, you got to uh, fight for your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Listen, uh, right before we even start, there's a, a comment. Uh, <laughs> Steve Brum, which is an old friend of me and Angelo's, has been in the restaurant business for a long time. So I know why he's on. Uh, I think it's a special special place it's actually important for him this is what we're going to be discussing tonight so guys as you know the reason why i decided to have the three of you on uh you touch reception halls restaurants bars and lounges and cigar lounges is i wanted to discuss the plight that you guys are living through and have been living through since um the beginning of covid in march and especially now since montreal has become again a red zone even though angelo's business is in laval which is basically a red zone as well. Um, I wanted to start, uh, Mario, if you could start with you. Um, just in general, how are you guys doing? How's how's the mood? Uh, what's going on? Talk to me. Well, unfortunately, you know what? It's too bad I can't upload a video because I just went in the plaza. I'm in old Montreal, right? Yeah. And it's it's just eerie to see that, you know, at 7, 8 o'clock at night, 
Everybody's got the lights open, and there's just nobody in there. Pretty much looks looks like one of those uh, those horror movies. I know that's when they killed everybody, and you just show up. It's like, where's everybody? Or everybody's hiding? Or it's, it yeah. looks like a joke. You 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 honest? It's surreal. That's what it is. It's surreal. Um, Steve, how how about you? How are you? I know that you and Mario are very, very outspoken. So this, you know, one of the reasons why I want to have you guys on as well is how how are you doing personally? And then I'm gonna ask you other questions. Well, we closed the two bars we have on Crescent Street, and uh, I've been around Crescent Street 25 years. I've been president of Crescent for uh, about 15 years, and uh, like I said, I mean tumbleweeds. I mean it's like a ghost town. Uh, it's uh, you know, it, it, the, the worst part is that they were starting to get some life, you know, like until the the panic set in and even before the actual closing, oh, Los Angeles, yeah. uh, even before the panic set in, uh, sorry, even uh, before the code red and the closing set in, it started with the, 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 the general panic-stricken code system. Uh, you know, it wasn't a... Okay, listen. Do what you gotta do, but don't panic. Situation was uh, panic. Please panic, and uh, it, it it started showing from there. And uh, you know, for me, uh, look personally, I've been around 25 years. Uh, uh, I've been I've been mulling retiring for a little while, even though I have this fabulous beard. It's not it's usually white. Um, I, I let my secret out. I use a shampoo that darkens it. Sorry, uh, but uh, what I'm trying to say is that. You know, and, and Togi's is a is like my baby, and I never wanted to leave it like that. So I'm gonna fight to well, I'm gonna fight to make sure Stogies gonna be there. But the essence of Stogies is its staff, and uh, I don't know. You know, uh, your your other friends, you know, they they could be more independent in the food they serve is gonna be different, better. I serve the same stuff that everybody else serves, right? I yeah. serve the the. <laughs> Grey Goose Vodka is Grey Goose Vodka, whether you buy it at my place or anybody else. So the, the essence of my place is really the staff, and that's where my concern is right now. And that's that's all my focus right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to that. Angelo, um, how, how, are you, how are you doing? How are you just uh, feeling in general? Well, for us, it's a little bit different in the sense where obviously uh, um, our events get booked way in advance. So um, with us, as we mentioned in the several media outlets in the last couple of months it's it's more the fear that it's creating to everybody so uh the the the, the far and few clients that decided not to cancel with us uh we went along and and uh, granted them what they what they had asked for and uh we thanked them for staying on board with us but then coming the second wave uh, obviously these same clients we have to tell them well sorry thank you for trusting us but unfortunately it's out of our hands so i think it's just creating this fear amongst clients amongst suppliers amongst um, you know, just everybody in the industry that, you know, we don't know what the next step may be. So that's where we stand right now. Uh, just, just so that we go back, I, I want to also get the, the, um, uh, we just got a comment and just, if you could speak a little bit louder, um, Mario, if you could tell us, cause this is my, uh, my concern. And I know that Steve has uh, reiterated this and I know for you, Mario, it might be a little bit different because the restaurant you can do takeout. But what's the general uh, census? How, how is the staff feeling? Because obviously right now, all you, you're going to need is staff in the kitchen. Correct, correct me well, if I'm wrong. I just want to know how they're feeling. Well, obviously, they're, you know, they don't know where they're headed. They, the problem is you have this mixed signal from the government. Uh, 
once again, I, I'm a fan of usually blaming the government. On this shutdown, I will not blame the government entirely. And the thing is, you ask yourself, uh, is it going to be 28 days? We all know it's not going to be 28 days. Same way it was two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. It ended up being three months. So these people here, you know, they've got families. My chef's got three yeah. kids. The other one's got a husband. The other one's got this. Everyone's got The bills won't stop. So from my point of view, see, my, my staff is different. Steve, probably, you know, you got a bigger staff and whatnot. Mine is very small. So it's very personal. It's more like family. So, you know, I make certain promises towards them to make sure that they're fine. But how long can I do that? How long can I support them in doing so? Uh, That's exactly at a certain it. point, I just won't be able to. It, 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 you know what gets to me is that you guys, um, why, why I, you know, you guys uh, are very important for me because I grew up in the, in the service industry with Angelo. And you guys do create jobs. And you, you create jobs. Not only do you create jobs, you, you help families, like Mario just mentioned. And something that got but to we're me We're always is, treated like criminals, though. We create jobs. Yeah. We're always treated like criminals. Yeah. Yeah, we're I, the first I, I ones to be accused of everything. I know that, Mario. And, and we're going we're gonna to get there. And and I'm saying that because it brings me to my... I saw a post from Steve. Uh, I think it was the last night, Steve. It literally broke my heart the night before when you had to tell your staff again yeah. that you guys have to close. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit what the reaction was. I mean, I was nearly in tears when I read it, but I could just imagine your reaction to these people. And I've been to your place. I love your place. You know, I'm a cigar guy. Uh, wonderful stuff. It just it, yeah. it really literally breaks my heart. It was, I decided the way it came about so sudden. And, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you, the, the first time we closed, I, I, I believed it was two weeks. I go, oh, this is going to blow over. You know, like the, the magnitude of what happened did, was not there March 15th. It was like, okay, this can't be happening. Okay, we're going we're to close down. We're gonna, you know, make, we're going to do a little cleanup. Everything's, we're going to be back in two weeks. And then we ended up three months, right? So this yep. time, uh, people's lives were starting to get back. People were like, really had hope, at least my staff. And then... The way it happened, I just felt necessary for me to call each and every one of them personally. You know, we have a system where we message everybody one shot and we use uh, WhatsApp and, you know, everybody gets these these blast messages. So, you know, but uh, and my partner goes, oh, we need to send a blast message. I go, no, 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 not this time. This time I'm going to go each and every one. I have, you know, I don't have a massive staff, I have pretty big staff, but... Uh, uh, I'm, and, and you know, believe it or not, because we started off so small, even as we got big, I, I did keep that family feeling. It gets hard when you yeah. have a lot of staff, uh, but I, th that's all I do. I, I, I don't do any real work anymore. Like, I mean, I'm not like I'm digging, digging dead uh, trenches. My job now is to, you know, come to you and bitch about a hundred thousand things uh, when you come and we laugh. And, the, and make sure my staff's happy. So I called each and every one. And there were stories I didn't know about, you know, what they're going through. So I started crying with them. You know, uh, you know, some people might find these stories, oh, it's their fault, that why they're in that position. But these are human beings. Absolutely. You know, they caught, they're caught in this situation where, and I called them because I, I want to reiterate that we are there short term uh, for finance. I told them, look, no one's going to end up in the street. No one's going to end up hungry on my watch if you're my staff. So I want to, if getting a call from me 
everybody, you know, like kind of calmed down and everybody was reassured. But there were some stories that made me cry. And yeah. I, when I hear people cheering that our business is closed, not ours, but the industry is closed online, it really upset me because they don't realize these stories exist. People's lives exist. But the story is, Steve, the honest truth is that we don't know what the next step may be. So we don't know when we'll call them back, when we'll need them. Right. And, you know, we've, we've all done the fact where we've given them hours more than ourselves uh, to try to save uh, their salaries. And we've all done it in the past six months. Although going forward, you don't know what the next step may be. And, and so, uh, you know, it brings you on that point where it's, it's, it's created this, this, this crazy sense of, of not having control of your own business. And, and it's a problem. Yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, once again, uh, another another comment here by Steve Brum. Staff is broken, worried to death about finances and healthcare. And I know Steve has been in the restaurant business uh, for a long time. Um, you know, and and see, seeing seeing that that you're um, that you mentioned that is is I, I've I've been to restaurants the last couple of weeks with Angelo. Um, and never once, guys, did I feel that I was in danger. Okay, on the oh. contrary, on the contrary, I felt uh, at ease. I saw the investment that these restaurants had made for their, their 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 place of business, and and it's been proven that all any outbreaks that there are had not been from restaurants, bars, especially bar lounges like yours, Steve. Oh, this is this is a point of contention to me because I I have proof. All you got to do is talk to any police officer downtown. The first thing that happens as soon as we close, I mean, all the bars close, is calls after calls of complaints of parties in condos. Yeah. I celebrated 29 years with my wife the other day. I had rented a, a room in the, in the old port at a, a hotel with a beautiful view on a balcony. And next to me was an Airbnb. You saw it, an apartment with a rooftop patio. And my wife said to me, watch. Once the bars are closed, that thing's going to be full. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. And lo and behold, we looked over, and there was a party going on on this rooftop patio of this, of this condo. Uh, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my business, and this is how people feel? This is what they do? And Because and, at my place, good luck getting up without a mask. You think I look mean now? Get up without a mask. Yeah. You don't plexiglasses and 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 measuring for distancing and all this stuff. Uh, my staff washing hands. We're grabbing cigars with tongs. You know, we're putting gloves on every time we grab a cigar. To cut a cigar takes twenty minutes now. Yeah, you're, you know, plastic gloves. And then they go out and and they they hit and the cops know. The cops actually told me they think it would be better if we stayed open till three. Because then they're pooped out and they go back home instead of going to parties. And, and one other thing, there's people underground taking advantage by throwing parties where they charge people to get in. And they're, they're making a pop-up nightclubs and pop-up bars in, in Airbnbs. Why? Because they're desperate. that they're, they're renting them out for nothing, looking the other way and having these bars set up. Meanwhile, I'm paying all my taxes, all my fees. I'm doing everything. I'm limiting how many people can come in. I think that makes no sense. And they know it. They know it. But they need wallpaper. They need to cover the walls and say to everybody, look, we did something. Oh, bars are closed. So, okay. So, so on that point, Mario, let me, let me give this to you. What, what could be done to help you besides 
you guys besides that ridiculous hundred million dollar did you see this just yesterday hundred million Quebec businesses uh, maximum fifteen thousand dollar loan forgiveness first of all yeah. I know well, the number how does this work I get fifteen thousand and Baton Rouge gets fifteen thousand how, how does that make sense <laughs> I don't I don't get it I've got seven eight employees they got like a hundred we both get fifteen thousand you know what this promise has been run by a bunch of fucking losers since forever that's the bottom line. They couldn't even get the capacity straight. They couldn't even put a number on it. New York City opened up today at 25% capacity. This whole time they've been closed. They put mm -hmm. up a number and it's 25%. Here in Quebec, they still can't figure out a number. If you would be less ambiguous, stop playing less of the politics, it would be so much easier for us to plan and to do and to enforce. They have La Régie des Alcôtes, okay? That's got all the power on earth. Don't give this to the cops. Cops don't have the time. They don't give a shit. No. Okay? Give it to La Régie des Alcôtes. Put a capacity number on the window, 30%. They come in, and you count heads. And I'm going to tell you something. With all the bars and restaurants we got in Montreal, it'll take about one night and five people to do every single place. Just counting heads between seven and nine, walking in, and that's it. That's all you need to do. It doesn't get more complicated than that. Oh, distance, this, that, the other, put this, put that. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Your capacity is 100, you're allowed 30. That is it. We don't want to hear anything else. No, uh, six feet, uh, this, it's confusing. Do not make it confusing. Do not allow people all these loopholes. It's so much easier. Give it to La Régie des and not only that, then you have yourself another problem here. The problem is, you have Valerie Plant, the street hugger. You think she's going to go after her people in the parks? No, passing the joint, 15, pe 15 people passing the joint. I'm done. And Laurier and everything else. It's never going to happen. It's her people. And what does she do? She's been telling the cops the whole time to stand down and stand down. They've got protests and they got to stand down. Everything else, they got to stand down. What? You can't have that. No, you, need you can't. Somebody. You know what? The SQ is going to take care of the problem in their area. Trust me. Okay? Because they're just a bunch of pricks all the time. Montreal, too political. Way too political. Angelo, you're 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 out in Laval. What 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 do you see? What 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 could be done to help you guys besides I know if you could tell the guys a little bit uh if you could tell Angelo uh, sorry. Um Steve and and uh, Mario in terms of the association that was was uh, uh was done that you're part of in order of uh, looking well, at it with the, the government, as you know, we're 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 part of the PMG group, so we we uh, you know we're we're touch Montreal on the South Shore as well. So you know, it's something that we needed to to have a voice, and we didn't have it, so uh, we joined a group um, with the with the, the same people that own Cabana uh, um, <clears throat> Cirques and uh, Reception Hall. So we're a big group. Uh, we together we're stronger. So we started lobbying the government uh, about three i would say about three months ago to get some help in our industry because at first it was mostly our industry that hasn't opened and everybody else had a chance to open mm -hmm. until now we just keep hearing the word loan 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 but you know going back to those expenses we're talking about i mean the loan doesn't help us because we have no events to pay it back exactly uh, you know some of us do have restaurants on our property some of us don't uh but with no events happening in the major parts of our of our locals there's not much money coming in so uh, the loans will not help in any way. So what we've been asking for is subvention money. 
Um, of course, you know, it's been falling on deaf ears, unfortunately, but uh, we're still waiting for it. So this group is there to help us and it makes us a big group because it touches all the way from, let's say, starting in Montreal all the way to Quebec City. So uh, it's quite big all across the province. Now, unfortunately, what's happening with that is that they're all under the same jurisdiction. Some are part, some are owners of buildings, some are, are you know, uh, renting. So our expenses are quite different. But, you know, what's offered by the government is sort of the same for everybody, which doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah. some of our properties are 25, 30, 40,000 square feet. I mean, it's impossible to keep up with the expenses. Really impossible. Well, that's that's the first thing that I that I thought about when I saw that. I'm like, $15,000 is going to last you guys, what, 10 minutes? <laughs> Come on. I mean, how is how is this even a viable option? Fifteen thousand is fine for a place like myself, but I don't know how these two other guys here, Angelo and Steve, what are they going to do for fifteen thousand? Nothing. Even forty thousand, even the original forty thousand. I mean, uh, to be honest, the rent is more than that. Some yeah. of our places. I mean, forty thousand. They give you money to give it back. Yeah. Exactly, and it's most of it's a loan. But you know, and not to put any business down, but you got to compare it to size. You got to compare it to sales. It's very simple. They have all our numbers. I mean, it's not yeah. We're not lying. It's all our numbers are there, you know. We're the only industry where they could punch up on a computer and find out exactly what we make any hour of the day. So why couldn't they use that to 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 send money accordingly, right? Stogie's uh, has this much expense. London Pub that I own has that much expense. You know, the the Hall Embassy. By the way, you're my neighbor. I live in Valdez, Greece. You know, has this expense. All our sales are literally linked to them. We're the only industry like that. So they have no excuse. You know, coming up with the formula they came up with today makes no sense. Well, uh, and alone, think... by the way, alone, eh? Because well, you want to indebt us a little longer. Yeah. Keep us in Quebec it, longer. It's like the corpse, the corpse is dead already, but it's not fully <laughs> dead. You know, let, let's nah. just finish him off, right? Yeah. So so they're gonna lend me a they're gonna lend me a coffin too. I'm gonna have to give it back. Yeah. So you're gonna have to pay it back which leads me to you know when listen what 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 we're going through okay what sorry what you guys are going through and all small businesses uh in quebec especially in montreal in the greater montreal area having to to deal with this on top of that and i know now this is going to set off mario in 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 a in a rant but not only that right is you said it before mario not only is and and for the downtown core, downtown Montreal here, is not only is the business difficulty with with uh, you know with with this COVID situation and the lockdown and so on and so forth, is even just the general getting to your to your place of business, even just getting there and finding parking. Trying to get my um, blood pressure up. Huh? <laughs> I'm trying, Mario, because I, I'm not. Listen, I don't I don't think I don't think there's a solution. Well, there is a solution. It's very simple. Uh, you know what? What the fuck is going on downtown Montreal? How? How? It, it surprises me, guys. Honestly, it surprises me how how people could still even get to your place of business. I got a dude tour the other day. The CN Tower looked great. It was incredible. <laughs> Mario, how, how is it like? How, you know what? I I go I go back to this. Like I said, it's always easy to to dump the shit on the politicians. Okay, we've managed to go from one loser like the name there, who started, who started this construction without consultation, yeah. who empowered the cyclists. 
Yes. And then we gave oh. it to someone else who told us she would fuck us doing it. But she told us in English, so it's okay. We voted That's for right. it. Well, it depends for who. For Lego, it's not okay. Yeah. Oh, of so course not. You get yourself that problem there. You got these other people on the other end, same people. You know, you've seen what Justin has done to this country, and they still vote. Well, Justin got involved. No matter what. <laughs> they don't care. They don't get informed. They want everything free. They want everything free. Nobody asks how we're going to pay for it. And the politicians, they figured it out. Let me give it to them. I get my two terms. Yeah. I get my pension. And yeah. fuck them. And guess what? Who always gets it is the business owner. Because yeah. we pay for everything. The guy on his bicycle, you don't pay for shit. Maybe 50 cents a year on, on some air. Okay? Well, and that's the problem is we share the blame. We share the same thing in this lockdown. We share the blame also because... They turn around and you got yourself a restaurant association, the ARQ. That's not worth two fucking cents. They're always negotiating from I don't know what. I don't even understand what they're saying. You got to put your foot down and you got to tell them, listen, we cannot continue operating on your whims. We cannot plan a business on you're going to open 30 days. You're going to close 30 days. You're going to make uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's not the way businesses operate. Now we'll see. How's about you take the position from the beginning and say, you know what? You guys want to decide what we do. Shut us all down and pay us. And that's it. Yeah. Because this do something, but not this in between bullshit. This in between bullshit cannot go on. Because, because what what really puzzles me here is that they don't see the long-term effects here, right? Not only is it the financial, I mean, the financial... Uh, they can't figure out $15,000 for me. It's not the same 15000 for Angela or for Steve. How the hell do you want them to see in the future? But here's the they thing. Don't. The thing is we're not even asking for big. We're, we're saying cover our expenses. You know, we're not. We'll forget the profits this year. If we have to lose profits for a year, it's not the end of the world. We'll we'll manage. We're business people. We know how to manage. But we we're we're not making any money, and we're gonna be indebted so many years. So this is what we're saying: it's just cover our expenses. That's all we want. But you guys forget that the politicians have one thing in mind: is to just to get reelected. You can right. you think they're thinking twenty years from now? Pension. No. A Pension. politician told me there's two jobs of a politician: to get elected. And to get reelected, that's it. That's uh, it. You for, yeah, because then, yeah, then the, the pension comes in the second term, of course. Yeah, the pension, and oh, but hey, look, look, I, I have to be careful because uh. this is broadcasted. But let me tell you something. Look, I'm president of the Crescent Street Association. Yes, I'm president of the Grand Prix Party. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that I have to play nice with people to get what I want. But I'll tell you this, on Crescent, nothing happens unless I say so. Or we, like, of course, we're a committee, but I'm the face of it, nothing happens. It doesn't help if you can't get to Crescent. Like, I mean, you know, if, if you put a bike path around it and make a moat out of it, of, of course, uh, you know, I can't do anything about that. On Crescent, fine, we, we have some autonomy that we had to fight tooth and nails to get, but, Point, what I'm trying to say is that I'm going to have to be, I'm going to tread nicely and say that uh, it's a, for, we, we have a, it's a small street, a very popular street, well known. Yeah. We had, with, with these politicians, we had to fight tooth and nail. Uh, and I'm going to say something, Coder, all his faults there, he was way more pro-business, at least in when I dealt with that administration, uh, you know, 
don't forget, guys, at Grand Prix last year, I had a bike path running through the middle of it. I mean, literally, I had a bike path. While, it was, it was, I had a bike, I'm going to say it again. I had a bike path in the middle of 500,000 people partying. Oh my God. But I was happy to because, but, you know, you know we're Steve, in green you environment. Used, you used as an example of that, but Grand Prix is no, a little because pet. He, would close the he likes the Grand because he likes the pictures, he likes the fame. That they, of course. You know what? He made I'm a bunch you, of I'm promises. I'm you personally for that no, event. No, I, he would I close the bike I'm path, believe it or not. It's because he likes that project. He loves that yeah, project. Maybe. But everything else he's supposed to do, he didn't do. Oh, yeah. yeah listen, he spent sure, a billion sure. dollars on his 375th yeah, just to exactly. clog oh. up the city. Where was the <laughs> billion, billion spent? A billion. And they had to redo half the projects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On those course. rocks he put on the mountain? Where, where, where was a billion dollars spent? A billion. A billion dollars? It still, it still amazes me. It still amazes me. But And, and he's he, going to run again. He's running again. Yeah, for sure. Well, why? Because because look, he's like this is like taking candy from a baby. The other choice is even worse. <laughs> he has. I didn't say no that. Did I say that? Did I say I'm not picking up a side? No, no, no. Whoever wins, I have to work with. Oh, you're, you're, you're 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 reasoning out logically, but Mary, Mary I'm going to give you a, a very sad other side of this. The reality is that Triplant has thirty percent of the population behind her. And to win a municipal election, you need about 20%. Oh, so yeah. So if yeah. you do the math, Kader doesn't have a chance. It's pretty sad. Well, I've been involved in elections. Sorry, ahead, An sorry, Angelo. They don't have, she doesn't have the major associations. From what I understand, I don't think the policemen are, are very happy with her. I don't think the paramedics are happy with her. I don't think the, the associations behind those big groups, construction, are they happy with her? We they, don't you know, know what? They don't point. go out and vote, so it doesn't matter. Right. Her tree hugger friends will go out and vote. That's the problem. He's not lying. That's I've been in this has been going on since Jean Doré. Since Jean Doré, this has been going on, and they've taken over the city since. Guys, I've had more people at a party like that I've hosted to come to my party than vote for an area of Ville Marie downtown. I was inside the, the doors where they close when you start counting, and I couldn't believe how many people it took to elect an official for the downtown core. That's the problem. That's the problem. 18% is 18% go of the population goes votes. Yep. But and these are the people that affect you the most, the garbage, the streets, the sidewalks. But we'll go 70% to vote for some uh, some uh, guy uh, in Ottawa who as much as I hate, you know, I mean it's not a you look at my Facebook page it's the first line I hate to know. But I mean, uh, other than that, the truth is, is that he does not affect me every day. Meaning when I get in my car and drive to work, what he yeah. does with uh, uh, charity or with uh, this and with that, it doesn't affect me. But what Plant does and what Demers does in Laval affects me every second of the day. Yeah. And only 18% go vote for them. No, they, they just have to call their friends to go vote and that's it. They win. Okay. The problem with that, that's always been an issue at municipal level, guys. The voter turnout has always been yeah. terrible. And and there's that's a story. But you know thing. what? They canceled school elections because of the same percentages that yeah. the municipal. Well, then let's cancel municipal elections. Put well, people responsible. Uh, watch. If, if the provincial government knows they're going to get kicked out because they do something bad in the city, they might care more. 
That's a good point. So here's here's my here's a, a question. Uh, what if what can or even can be done? You think to put for you guys to put pressure on the government to somehow I don't know reverse this decision because clearly uh, th this is just just to make someone happy, like Mario said before, just to say that we're doing well, something like. There, there is a protest going on next Wednesday. I just got wind of it. I don't know if that's going to make anything. Um, on the restaurant side, uh, they're, they're starting a protest next Wednesday to open up sooner than they're saying. Uh, but really, our voices are going to be uh, heard in different ways. I mean, we can't close our doors. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> we can't close our businesses, I should say. I mean, that doesn't help anybody. No, it that's doesn't help. Problem. We're a big, big, big industry. You remember, you remember the, the, the protests that we had to open up at the beginning of the year? Because it was right here in the plaza. Yes. About 12 people showed up. Okay. And I don't want to mention who was at the protest. I've been, I was against the opening of the restaurants because I knew all these conditions not allow us to make any money, survive. And this one day this and one day that, you can't survive. Okay. And the people that represent them and continue representing us in the media. They're the worst operators this city has ever had. And you know what I'm talking about, right, Steve? Right? right? So you got these guys here turning out. But CTV goes looking for them. You know what? I did it. You know what? I did an interview with Global mm -hmm. okay? a few weeks ago. They begged me for it. Oh, yes, I saw. Yeah, you told me about it. And they scenario. cut out everything. And the only part gone yeah. was the fear mongering. The fear mongering, the merchants are, and I call them Phil Carpenter. I told him, you know what? Next time, don't come and go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't fit your narrative, and I'm not your bitch. I'm nobody's bitch. Okay? The only thing they took out of the old interview was that, because they were talking about the shooting that happened at Mosaku. And you know what? The cops couldn't respond. They had to respond by bike because the La Camin was fucking closed. Okay? And they they had no interest in broadcasting that. They had no interest in broadcasting why there is so much violence in Montreal. None. 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 Well, well listen. They won't enemy of the there. people. Hey, listen. The media is... The, the media is in bed with them because it's so small. They're scared of getting, they're scared of losing their access to the politicians. Yeah, they're there you go. Back. They're scared of, because if they do a bad story, the, the politicians cut them out. There's no competition in media here. It's not like the US, they don't care. They'll, they'll go nuts on a politician over there. They'll, they'll, they'll drive them out of office because there's so much competition in the media. But, but on the national level, there isn't. Local, I'm so, talking about locally though. Locally, because I, I, I have a, you know, I spent a lot of time in the US. They're pretty aggressive, uh, but here they will not go against anybody because they're no. scared of losing access. I think it's too small. Uh, I mean, what, what, what I'm concerned about, guys, is you know the, you have the irony of having Montreal historically being the literally the restaurant and bar and good food and service capital party of, nightlife of, party nightlife of North America. Okay. So here, here, here is here is um, a government on all levels, whether it be municipal, whether it be provincial, that's literally uh, contributing to the demise of the service industry. And now, what's the percent? Do we even know what the percentage of anyone that's in the service industry 
uh, employees in Quebec? 250,000 employees. Okay. So 12,000 locations. Okay. So 250,000 employees. Uh, Andrew, you think that includes probably reception halls as well? I guess it's all the service industry, right? I don't know if that includes Uber drivers. <laughs> so let's say $250,000, uh, 250,000 people. What I'm worried about is, okay, financial, economically as well. The, we're going to go back to someone, uh, and, and Steve said it before, the mental health of these people that are in the service industry, whether it be owners as yourselves, whether it be uh, the person cleaning dishes, whether it be the server, whether it be the busboy, whether it be the waitress, whatever it may be. Because all you want to be able to is to provide for your family. And if you can't do that, and the, and the, the government is clearly not being um, straight with you, uh, changing rules every week, this is what I'm worried about. I'm worried for the mental health of all these 250,000 people that are in the service industry. Um. My, you know, my question is: Besides, you know, people coming to your places of business, what what could regular people that are not in the service industry do to help or put pressure, or if anything, can we do anything? Well, you know what they? I'm sorry. Listen, they knew full well. They obviously don't give a shit. They knew full well that the problem did not come out from the restaurants, from the reception halls, from yeah. the bars, and they still acted in that way. And you know what? The day after, you had to backtrack and finally go after whoever it was. Okay? So who's going to influence them? Nobody. But you were allowed to go to the church. 25 people. You're allowed to go to a synagogue. 25 people. But, but you see, but... You can't go see your parents. You could go protest. Yes. Seriously. As long as you, you wear a mask. These people, yeah. any, any form of logic is going to appeal to them? It's all special interest. It's all become political. Whether it be here in the state, somebody's got an angle, and whoever's got access is promoting their angle. That's it. And you know what? I You've got this turkey of Aruda. They're screwing this up from day one. Credibility, they don't have any left. They don't have any left. I wonder how much influence it has the fact that our industry, at least the, on the owner's side, how heavily it's uh, uh, ethnic-owned. I mean, Italians, Greeks, Portuguese, this industry, it tracks new immigrants, right? It's a, it, it, you'll, you naturally, you know, uh, you come, you know, education, you know, you, you, my, my dad, my, my uncles, you know, they, they went into the restaurant business. I know Greeks and diners, <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying that, you know, that I don't know how heavily, heavily influenced, at least in Montreal that is, but I mean, all that aside, the, 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 there's no, there's no uh, rhyme or reason why we've been punished. That's what. That's a fact. But here, so, so I here, I don't know. care. I don't think they care. No. Listen, we were no. told. We were told week one. Se no, second week into this into this COVID, we were told that uh, from the government officials. They're like in uh, in clearly and and I repeat. Wow. So we're like, oh, wow. Because they think they're running a government office. That's right. So this is what the governments are telling us. And we're like, okay, so now in month of March, we have a lot left over, let me tell you, you know, in our business, you know. Uh, what what, what about the reserve of uh, the people who got the CERB all year, all year round? What yeah, about their exactly. reserve? Where, where, where was their reserve of money? You understand? Right? You understand they kept throwing with, the money. We're uh, dealing with people who never had to... Uh, actually run a business they, they, they think the taxpayers are their 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 go-to well listen we'll just you know make a bigger deficit look we got money well can't you do the same yeah 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 i could run it like a government business. Oh, sure. sure 
the the best part is we were told there was one one uh, one person part of our committee now on the um, on the Cabana uh, Cirques. The government clearly told them, are you serious? You're telling a business to close and go bankrupt? Okay. I, 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 my head's spinning. I can't believe you just said that. Um, but so, okay. So just directly on the, that last comment, guys, if you could answer me this, I, I, for me, you said a number before, Steve, what was it? 12,000 businesses, 12,000 businesses, 250,000 employees. Okay. Powerful together, but unfortunately 12,000 businesses. Okay. So 12,000 businesses. If mm -hmm. we go with the 50% rule that they said, you're meaning to tell me that the government is fine with letting go belly up 6,000 businesses, Steve? Yeah, because because it doesn't really... Uh, look, guys, you let you let Bombardier go belly up, it's, it's, it's massive. You know, it's a Quebec company. We're 6,000 small businesses. We're not going to... Together, yes, we know is a big thing, but it's not going to make the news. If Tony's at the corner closes, if Steve's uh, London pub closes, they're not going to make the news. Not, no one's going to care. Well, yeah, oh, Bombardier closes. Well, we got to be careful, right? So because we don't have that uh, power, we have power in the numbers. We should have power in the numbers, but we don't because they know that they conquer and divide. You have 200,000 employees, 12,000 businesses, 50% go belly up. Someone's going to replace them. So, look, the next guy's going to come in. Another ethnic's going to go in and open something else. And and God help me how many times I've heard of les addicts. It's cash, eh? Yeah, buddy, cash. Because people pay cash every day. Right. Yeah. No, Nobody pays cash anymore. Like, what, what business are you talking about? What are you, the 70s? So, so to go, so basically, the, the, to me, it's counterintuitive, like counterproductive. How, how first of all, if, if you have all these people on CERB, then on top of that, the people that create jobs for the people that are not on CERB, then you're going to make them go belly up? How is this in any way productive for the government? You guys all pay your taxes. Your employees pay your taxes. You contribute to society. You spend your money. You pay business taxes, astronomical, stupid business taxes. Yeah, I'm, but then I'm you're sure. going to create more of a population that's looking for a handout. You know what those are called? Voters. They'd rather have me asking for a handout than me being a businessman. You know why? Why? Because I'm going to be on this show screaming my ass off because I want results. Once I'm a handout person, ooh, oh, please, please, I won't say anything. Can you give me? Oh, thank you. Oh, you guys are great. But no, because I earn my own keep, I'm telling them to go fuck themselves all the time. And they don't like that. I don't, I don't get I don't it. Say the F word here. Of course. Mario, what's I, I just for me I don't get it I really don't the numbers just don't make sense to me how listen we've all, I know that the, the this 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 province has always shit on businesses but to purposely not to purposely but indirectly say you know what fuck you fuck you restaurant business bar business I you know I I go back to my contention is very simple that the bar business the restaurant business is viewed in a funny light in a light that is not respectable, like the engineering firm, like uh, the hospital, police, uh, uh, IT, whatever it is. We're, you know, it's sex and drugs and criminals and this and that. So we don't get that sympathy. 
they don't understand. You know, only recently did you start hearing people say, ah, you know, la restauration, c'est vraiment difficile. Before everybody thought, ah, you know what, Waiters, waitresses go home, they made $2,000 this week, uh, the, the owners made a shitload of money and whatnot. Only lately the realization starts to come in on that. So we're an easy and favorite target of them. Yeah, it's true. It is. It, we it, have it, no it, respect it, by anybody. At all. And we're a bunch of dummies. We're a bunch, a bunch of, of dummies. We're not dummies when we help the public. We're not dummies when we're giving on handouts. To oh, that, that, that doesn't that uh, doesn't count. That doesn't count. No, not for that. <laughs> we're the first. We're the first to be helping. And we only count program? when we pay out all that money. We collect all that GST and PSD every fucking day. And That's we the only do. time we count. And those yeah. uh, six you're mentioning fifty percent would be six thousand locals that lose to look for rent. Six thousand would look for rent. The problem is there's always somebody that comes in and says, Oh look, there's a kitchen there. I'm opening up. Yeah, because there's a voila one hundred percent. There's so there's a ripple effect, right? Like Angela says, it's not just all those employees losing their, their jobs. Then after these all these locales are empty. Um but it's funny because it's it just going to go back to what, what, what Mario said is that what I find funny is that the service industry, the party industry, the food industry is what put Montreal on the map, guys. What, when, when, did, when did it say, oh, I got to go Montreal for that IT? Oh, yeah, I got to go to Montreal for, uh, for that beautiful bridge with the lights. Ride the bike. Oh, 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 yeah. I got I, 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 <laughs> to rent myself a Bixie. Yeah. Let me travel to Montreal. I I just you know I I, I don't know man. You no, know uh, Luke. Ask yourself. Uh, ask the suppliers how happy they are right now. Ask mm. the, the, of course. Uh, maybe hundred suppliers we have in Montreal, uh, the big suppliers. Ask them how happy they are that the restaurant industry is not doing well. Do you know what they don't want to know? By the way, by the uh, something you know why they keep bringing the uh, the Grand Prix back no matter how anti-environmental it is. Because the fact is, is this is what they know. You know how many people find out about Montreal because of the Grand Prix? More than anything else, okay? Exactly. More, than, more than any advertising, more than anything. They know about Grand Prix and they know about nightlife. The two things that put, and they, they hate both these industries. They cross our LA and the cars that make too much noise. But guess what? It's the only thing that people around the world go, hey, I want to visit Montreal because there's a really good race and seems that you get drunk your ass off and eat good food there. Yeah, it's, it's the truth. Um, you know, the bottom line is Johnny Kutch that says small business owners are the lifeblood of a health, healthy society. Throwing sticks in the spokes of the small business owner will cause irreparable damages to us all. But, well said. But, the, but they won't see it. The, the, the government won't, won't, won't back us up. Oh, you make a sandwich, you don't offer nobody. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go get ice cream. <laughs> a true restaurateur, eh? Jesus, uh, Greg, it's, Greg, Grand Marnier over there because I know it's Grand Marnier. You're Italian. I'm not having a drink. I, I didn't. I, I didn't even have a drink. I didn't. Jesus, honey, bring guys. me another cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the media's fear-mongering is making this mass bankruptcy justified to the masses for the greater good. That's from Greg Gregoradius. Um, oh, fellow he, Greek. Yes, he, he continues to say the restaurant business is a much more dignified and hardworking business than anyone mm -hmm. gives us credit for. The government has True. bastardized us, has True. bastardized us by telling the public we steal money. 
Hey, wow. I'm gonna give a plug out to my Greek friends. I don't know how many of my ancestors slept in the kitchens of these Greek diners and restaurants in Montreal to build this restaurant business in Montreal. You know that we, uh, my, uh, my dad would sleep at the restaurant. He had a, he had a dirty cot in the basement. He would sleep there so he could open the next day just to make a living out of a, a restaurant. You know, and they, they and they all keep looking at us like the crosser and the uh, you know. Uh, It's, uh, If I slept there, at, the, is, at the bar, my wife would kill me. There's no way I would sleep. Well, no, for sure that. <laughs> I, I married Italian. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want to um, I, I wanna wrap up by, by asking you each. Um, Ange, let's start with you. What, what could... When things... When things uh, we're going to ra wrap it up with this. When things do get back to normal, even now, what could just the general public do to help? And and really, the the, the goal here was to really uh, support the, our local businesses. Go. That's, I think the general public is doing what they have to do. I think mm -hmm. they're doing their part. I mean, the, the restaurants that that we have within our group are doing. You know, they do they do quite well. I mean, uh, quite well. Let's be honest here. Let's uh, uh, quite well because you learn how to manage your expenses. Uh, the, the general public just the more they talk, the more they're out there. Um, you know, they're doing their part. I think where we need the help is really from up top and that's never going to come, unfortunately, or not, not going to come anytime soon. But as per, you know, you're the general public, I'm the general public, he's the general public. You know, we had, we ordered in some food today. Um, th that's all we can do. That's all we can do. So guys, just uh, on, on I, that end, guys, support all the restaurants that are attached yeah. to Plaza Management and he, Group. And the general public should keep standing up for us uh, All the time, not they do support us money wise, but keep saying that we shouldn't close and that we're a good business to keep supporting. Steve, on your on your end, when uh, things do get back to normal, how could the, how could the public, uh, you know, besides but, you know you know I'll be there. Angelo. I agree yeah. with Angelo. The public's done its job. Uh, great. Last night, uh, I was to capacity at uh, the limited capacity. I was to capacity because they all want to be there before I closed. And they all were telling me, oh, we're going to see you the first day we open. The public has done their job. What I want to see is the public to keep putting pressure on the government and, and not just keep us closed for, for no reason and say, hey, by the way, when are you going to open the restaurants? You know, because if the reporters hear that from people, they're going to ask, they're going to keep asking these questions to the government. Okay. And once we open, yeah. the reporters will turn around and say, why aren't you closed? I mean, as if they're schizophrenic, you know, we should open restaurants, we should close restaurants, we'll open restaurants. I stopped talking yeah. to them for that reason. But the public is doing their job. No, my clients, like, I love them. Uh, they're doing their job. It's just keep the pressure up while we're closed to make sure it's 28 days and not 280 days. Um. Mario, um, when um, I know that you're doing takeout, right? Did we lose Mario? Looks like we lost Mario. Um, just, just while we're, we're just to read a few other comments. This is such a great, just a simple from my buddy Joe Bentivenia. It's sad that they brought down the hammer on the service industry in its entirety. They should be have uh, done their job and single out the bad ones that didn't follow the rules. Right. P pretty simple, right? Remember my post. Uh, no, I don't know. Like uh, they go, I keep get thrown out in my face on Facebook. Well, uh, the karaoke bar. Hold on a second. Let's say you have a teacher that's a molester. Okay, you go fry this guy. You don't fire all the teachers because you had one bad apple. The twelve thousand businesses. How many did you catch? Good point. Three, four, five. There was one in the. Okay, do your job. Go after them. Crack down on them. 
that's your job, but you're too lazy to do it. So you crack down on the whole business because, and then keep throwing that one in my face. That pisses me off. Yeah, you're totally right. Oh, that there's always a. But at the same point, Luigi, before we get to that, that the same people that are making more money because it is COVID, is yeah. the same people that we need them to spend more money. And 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 sometimes I hear they're scared to come to restaurants and they're scared. We did so much. I mean, we all did so much to get people safe. We need them to spend this money. I mean, you're home. You're not spending travel time. You're not spending travel money. You're not doing anything. Spend it locally. Spend it on yeah. restaurants. Help and, the industry. Yeah, and and uh, I was gonna I was gonna say that for Mario, but it looks like he's trying to. Uh, he we lost him on the stream, but he's back on. Mario, you're still back on. You hear me? Plump disconnected me. Plump disconnected Mario. <laughs> I'm glad you're back because I, I just wanted to wrap up. I just want to say something before you say a few last words. That sandwich looks so good. Oh, These guys, um, I know I'm sure Mario uh, Salomivino is, is doing takeout. Guys, I've been to the restaurant. It's fucking fantastic. If you ever get the chance, even to do takeout, and especially when things go back to normal, go check it out. You will not be disappointed. The food is fabulous. I'm watching fabulous. my weight. I'm watching my weight go down because I don't have a sandwich. <laughs> Guys, uh, another comment from Dario Vitali, another friend of mine. Huge respect to all of you. We also got a back connection. Um, Plant is really paying attention, uh, getting involved in his I'm thing. sure. And she knows how much they love her. Uh, how much he loves her. Um, Dara Vitali says, a huge respect to all of you, people like you and all my... I would show you what he did to me last week. You guys wouldn't believe it. What did he do to you? Oh, they're not going to let him say it. No, they're not yeah. going to say it. You see, they cut him out. Yeah. Guys, so um, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm just going to say, guys, I've just said it. Go to Salomivino for their Italian food. It's fantastic. Go see Steve at London Pub or um, Stogie's yep. for a cigar. And I almost forgot there. But <laughs> guys, and, and, and I'm there, during, especially during winter, I'm there at least once once a week. Uh, go to any of the, the plaza management group restaurants, especially the properties that have restaurants. Have your bigger events. When we can do events at Embassy Plaza, especially in Laval, fantastic food. The head chef is our best friend as well. Uh, guys, I really want to thank you for coming on. Hang in there. I know you guys, how much you guys know how much you mean to me and how much you also mean to the city and to the province. And I don't give a fuck what the, the, the government says and the politicians because you are part of the lifeline of the city. And, and I truly, honestly believe that. This is why I wanted to do this tonight. So I really thank you guys for your time. Uh, Thanks, hang Luigi. in there. Thank you, Lou. Thanks again, Number guys. 29th, big party, all of us together. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at your... Uh, you're right next door. We'll see if Can we all we'll go over there. Open We're going to... We're gonna do this live, guys. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this in person when 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 we can. Thank you. Sounds good. All right, Luigi. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Luigi, thank you very much for giving us an opportunity. Thank you very much, Luigi, for giving us an opportunity to be able to have an avenue to express ourselves and maybe make a few more people understand what our plight is. That's what my that's what my goal was, and I hope it uh, it's achieved that. So, seeing by the views and all that, so I think it's gonna up. be a lot of views. So. Share this stream, guys. Pass the message and just to see what our, our local businesses are going through and what they have to live with. Trust me, it's not easy. I, I see this every day and, and I'm preoccupied by this because I don't know if you know, Angelo is, is my best and dearest friend and it, it, it gets to me, you know. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. Louis, we're going to see you uh, with a cigar soon, eh? Absolutely, guys. All right. I appreciate okay. you guys so much. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great evening. Ciao. Ciao. Good luck. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time. <laughs>